Brewing with Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. I'm not brewing today. It's too early. Too early? It's yeah. never too early. I used to be in this awake two in the afternoon. <laughs> I think I've had my second nap about now. I I'm still recovering from the weekend. I got up yeah. at the crack of freaking dawn to, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. to go to uh, Fairfield to... Uh, Where the business is. Our... Well, there's a ball canning plant, oh. can plant, and production plant. You You're a can plant right in your own town? Uh, like a mile and a half <laughs> from the, the brewery. Actually, there's only there's, four or five of those in the country, right? You got one of them? That's a bunch. There's, uh, and there's two can manufacturers in Fairfield. Oh, that's within because uh, Anheuser-Busch is, is right there. They're, they're yeah. close to where they sell the most cans. I went down there, and I uh, that's I got our, our run of Evil Twin uh, cans. Oh, you have them in the house. Well, they're, they're run. We just got to get them trucked from there over to yeah. the brewery. Oh, I see, but you saw them, you saw them. I saw a picture of one of them. Half. They look great. Yeah, yeah. yeah black great, and red. Great looking cans, that huh? Stupid heretic dude. And there you go. <laughs> see, this is, where, this is where Jamil's hidden genius comes out, right? Mm-hmm. Build a craft brewery next to a macro brewery. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they've figured it all out already. good water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they got this, good this, access to cans. This whole supply chain is yeah, built around in. an Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. And now as Heretic grows, you got it right there. These are the there subtle things you learn about how Jamil's brain supplier. works. Use them, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I like it. Well, I was going to say, you know what? Who else has great cans? Oh, of <laughs> other ex- excellent products? Yeah. Yes, our sponsor. Oh no, Vivo. Oh, Vivo. Yeah, in this case, it's Vivo. But really, uh, but Vivo loves Northern Brewer. Right. You know, Vivo loves Northern Brewer, exactly. and you know the guys at Northern Brewer love great cans too. Yeah. Yes, they do. Um, so there's uh, who doesn't? Uh, you're right. There you go. Uh, our good friends at Northern Brewer. They've been sponsoring this show since uh, pretty much the inception, which is yeah, it's be eight, long eight enough that I must hear by now. now. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, they've got great ingredients. All the all the uh, Beers, all the styles that we talk about on this show, they've got the ingredients to make them. So uh, go yeah. check them out, northernbrewer.com. Great yeah. shipping, great customer service. Yeah, check them out. All that. It helps us. I don't think they have great this show in the air. But uh, uh, yeah. thank you for playing along. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Check them out, northernbrewer.com. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so what are, what are we – I think we've also lost our police I think, yeah, uh, there was a our, miscommunication. Our, some Cajun, sort. our Cajun brother, I think, now he's got a real job. I know this is the second set of shows you guys have had to do without him. I think, I think now that he has a real job that pays him real money, I'm afraid I of that. Our boy has has grown has, and left. He's, he's flown yeah, the otherwise occupied. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. I'll reach. I think he's got out another baby on the way too. Oh really? I don't know. I, he I might. Have that feeling he might. Same wife or? Yeah, yeah. she's the keeper. <laughs> new job. Okay. New wife. wife new hey, baby. Yeah, I mean, you never know. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. Well, that would follow his sexual exploits that close. (laughs) But that would be a shame for us if. uh, Yeah. We'll see. Maybe he's just. Maybe it's just because it's a new job. He's got to settle in. He's actually working. 
Right. That's why. Yeah. Him a couple with, of months, uh, he won't be working. He won't be working anymore. anymore. Yeah. He's with Bruce Supply Group, right? Yeah. No, uh, Country Malt. Oh, it's Country Malt. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we may have to start auditioning for another... A new chicken boy. A, a new police A. Mm-hmm. A okay. new uh, Cajun brother. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe people can My send in one. their audition tapes. <laughs> That'd be a great new segment. <laughs> yeah. Well, the audition tapes could be a pre-reading of a future styles that we're covering. There you go. And we'll play them. Instead of instead go. of me doing it, we'll play the audition tapes. Ooh, there you go. I like that idea. And see if anybody kind of stands yeah. out after a little while. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's see. Yeah, you could be possible. the next brewcaster. Yeah. We'll let you do the remote, too, if you want. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, so what is our style today? Well, today you guys are covering cider. Uh, you haven't done cider since the uh, the former Jamil show. Right. Um, so you guys are covering cider. And we kind of put all the ciders together in this case. right? And a lot of times, sometimes if there are subcategories, you guys split those into separate shows. Mm-hmm. But it seemed better to just do cider together as one. I, f- I feel like you guys can cover it all in one, right? Sure. And, and once, uh, sure. once we're insider, we might as well yeah, do all insider. we can. <laughs> Agreed. Make, what a waste. A good time. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, all right, I will do the plissé roll today for you guys. Uh, oh. Cider, it's a, a fermented apple juice, uh, not to be confused with peri, which is fermented pear juice. Mm-hmm. Um, the two categories, there are two categories for cider and, and peri. Um, they're standard. And then there is specialty. And I think most of what we have here for us today falls under the standard category, um, but we can cover both topics, too. Um, So the standard category covers ciders and pears made primarily or entirely from the juice of apples or pears, uh, but not both at once is an important thing to note. Uh, The only adjunct permitted in the standard category and uh, in some subcategories is a limited addition of sugar to achieve a suitable starting gravity. Um, note that honey is not a sugar for this purpose. A cider made with added honey must be entered either as a specialty cider or as a sizer under the appropriate mead subcategory. Uh, other sugar sources that also add significant flavors, brown sugar, molasses, would also create a specialty cider, such as a uh, New England style, mm. for example. So uh, just some important distinctions there. Uh, so aroma and flavors, uh, ciders and perries do not uh, necessarily present overtly fruity aromas or flavors in the same sense that a wine does not taste overtly uh, of grapes. So drier styles of cider in particular develop more complex but less fruity characters. Uh, and it's a simple apple soda or wine cooler character is not desirable in a cider or perry. Um, some styles of cider exhibit distinctly unfruity tastes uh, or aromas, such as smoky bacon undertones uh, or like a, like a dry English cider. God, who doesn't like smoky bacon? That's mm-hmm. nice. Sweetness seems to be an important thing in cider, right? Residual sugar of a cider or peri may vary from absolutely dry, no residual sugar, to as much as a sweet dessert wine, which would be like 10% or more residual sweetness. Uh, in sweeter ciders, other components of taste, particularly uh, acidity, must balance the sweetness. And the level of sweetness must be specified in order to arrange flights of tastings and entries within flights now yeah, as we get into how uh, a cider would be judged. So three categories of sweetness, dry, which would be below 0.9% residual sugar. Um, So that's a final gravity of of 1002. Medium, 
in the range between dry and sweet is what a medium cider is. I think I have a medium example for us here today. 0.9 to point, uh, sorry. Sorry, 0.9 to 4% residual sugar, uh, which is a final gravity of 10.02 uh, to 10.12. Sometimes characterized as either off-dry or semi-sweet uh, is that medium. And then finally, sweet, which is above 4% residual sugar or 10.12 or above. Um, there you go. Uh, as Did you bring us a uh, refractometer, hydrometer to test the uh, residual sugars? And I did not. I figured that your palates are well qualified as hydrometers in this scenario. <laughs> we will. All right. Yeah. Those are pretty big ranges, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um, yeah, it's, I think sometimes it's difficult to just base it off of the, the sugars themselves and the measurement. Mm. I think you know overall impression the flavor depending on other factors in fermentation or you know some alcohols are sweeter than others and that can give you know lend a little more sweetness to the impression or Mm -hmm. you can get a drier impression a little more uh, acidity or tannins kind of adding to the dryness or the impression of dryness or cutting the impression of sweetness so a lot of that uh, comes into effect i think the whole thing about uh well, you know, if you added honey, well, that's that's no longer a, a cider. That's a specialty cider or, you know, it's a sizer or, well, I think if you add enough that, like, it's like a mead cider sizer, then certainly. But I think you can use honey. You can use brown sugar. You can use all this stuff. And if, if the flavor is not apparent, then it's still a cider. It okay. only really, truly becomes... This other category, the specialty thing, if you can actually taste these compounds. The fact that you had I get this all the time. People say, well, you know, I put in a, a quarter cup of honey. Um, you know, now I can't enter it in the category anymore because it says I can't. It's, it has to be specialty. Hmm. I'm like, well, can you taste the honey? No, not at all. Of course you can't because there's so little in there. <laughs> right. So but Just like if you can't taste the apple in the sizer. Right. Yeah. That's the whole idea. So, you know, go ahead and enter whatever category you want. It doesn't really matter how you made it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like people go, well, you know, I made this lager. tastes more like an ale, but I can't enter in the ale category because it's a lager. Like, you enter in the ale category. (laughs) It doesn't really matter. What does it taste like? Yeah, okay. No matter how you made it, it depends what it tastes like. That's all the only determining thing in, in what category you enter something. Okay. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is important to note that uh, tannins are also listed here in the style guidelines as being an important part of, mm-hmm. of cider. And they could either be uh, he- on the heavier side or mm-hmm. on the lighter side. Mentioning that if you use something like uh, culinary or, or common uh, table fruit, then your tannins might be typically low. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could go uh, a little more aggressive on tannins. And, and then, of course, acidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, which could uh, include some sort of vinegary type flavors uh, or or not. Mm. Um, yeah, ideally, I don't think it should. But um, oh wait, you know, let also, me correct that. I did that wrong. Acidity from malic and in some cases lactic acid mm-hmm. must not be confused with acidification, which would be uh, like acetic acid and mm-hmm. vinegar. Mm-hmm. So let me right. make sure I can clear um, that. And you know, uh, different apples um, have different. Uh, kinds of uh, acids to them, different tannins, the skins mm-hmm. uh, will contain more tannins or not, and, uh, you know, even seeds and things like that can, can add to it. Okay, um, yeah. This so, says that acidification, so mm-hmm. the ones that would add the vinegary flavor, is a fault in mm-hmm. cider. Right. So it should be cleaner. 
It should be cleaner insider. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, likes it. Should we prefer it that way? Just, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. We always prefer a cleaner insider. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, should we do this? Should we take a break now and uh, get our, our samples together? And yeah. While you are enjoying these fine sponsors, we will be enjoying some fine ciders. We'll be back right after this. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh, no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no, those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the home brewer. I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and a home brewer's answer book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing 
For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org now back to jamil tasty and please it's brewing with style all right we're back we have been enjoying some fine examples of cider um I guess they're not in the style guide. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, they uh, are commercially available ciders. Um, we've got uh, Two Towns Cider House, Bright Cider, Two Towns out of uh, Oregon. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then we've got uh, Hogan's. Um, they're out of the UK. They're from Herefordshire. Um, both their dry cider and their medium cider, and then also um, Henny's, also from the UK, Herefordshire uh, dry cider. Yes. Okay. Now, what did you think of these, Justin? Uh, I've, I've discovered that I'm uh, my palate is even worse at tasting ciders <laughs> than it is tasting beer. I'll tell you that, because I did a lot of back and forth. I did. But that's so why I, I don't know. I tried to really focus and concentrate, uh, see if I could tell you know some of the nuances of these. Uh, they're all very similar in in color and uh, and style in in my impression, um, with with just some subtle dif- you know differences. The hennies, um, the hennies, I really didn't like at first, especially the aroma. It tasted um, just a little too pungent. The alcohol a little too strong. Um, but then, interestingly, when when I went back to it after it was open in my glass for a little while, that that stuff went right away, mm-hmm. and it got a lot better. Um, I would say that the Henny's is uh, a little mild on the on the tannins, but but there more more than some of the others. Um, the Hogan's medium, in my impression, had most of the tannins of the of the ciders in front of us. And not necessarily in a pleasant way either, um, but not offensive. I liked it just a, a little thick for me. The Hogan's Dry, I would almost call it more similar than different to the medium. <laughs> the, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it didn't taste incredibly dry to me. Where it gets weird for me, or weirder, is with the Two Towns. I think it's the driest one of the bunch, in my impression. However, it also has the most uh, perceived sweetness and maybe this is where some of the tannins you mentioned that could cause some uh, a sweetness or at least a, an impression of sweetness. I think maybe this one has some nice tannins in it, and it 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 tasted sweeter and brighter and more like apple to me, yet finished the driest on my palate. 
So I think those two, uh, which is why I guess I'm calling it a perceived sweetness rather than a sweetness sweetness. Uh-huh. Um, whereas, you know, some of the other ones like the medium, I, I don't think there's it was just perceived. I think the, the Hogan's medium is, is a sweeter um, cider. So I put my favorite uh, at two towns because um, that's the type of beverage I like that's that's very dry and disappears off the palate. I also liked that I got more of an apple um, experience out of it um, than I did the others. I, in wine, I really enjoy tannins. Mm-hmm. In these ciders, I didn't enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like a ton of tannins in wine. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But in these, I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, so, all right, two towns, number one. God, I guess Henny's went went to number two after being last place. Um, then Hogan's Dry and Hogan's Medium bringing up the rear. Okay. That's where I, that's where I landed. <laughs> that's where you landed, Insider. All right. Uh, <clears throat> tasty. Well, I as well uh, am not a student or a major the drinker insi- of ciders. Bevo, the insider joke just never goes away. I mean, that's, <laughs> Nor should it. It's, yeah. that should, uh, you can't wear I mean, that one In out. my prime, I was an insider all the time. <laughs> right. But it's <laughs> no, been a while. You've been... <laughs> it's, you know, I'm like in free, you know, once yeah. in a while now. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so because of that, I'm uh, somewhat a novice here. Uh, yeah, I as well uh, gravitated towards those that had a more distinct apple character. Just mm-hmm. like when I think of cider, I think of apple. Uh, I'm sure that's very, very much a novice thing. I'm thinking probably some of the better ones don't even you won't even know they they're made with apple. They probably have so much other uh, character that somehow they've they put into them. Uh, I liked. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't mind the astringency in the uh, Hogan's uh, a medium. I didn't pick it up uh, probably because I was comparing it to the Hogan's Dry. That thing mm-hmm. is uh, mouth puckering. Stringent, I think. Yeah, and a little more acidic. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know if it's the same. I assume it's probably the same uh, uh, batch of uh, cider that they just you know fermented differently or back sweetened uh, a different way. Um, the uh, the hennies, uh I thought it had it just had some age on it. I don't know if I. I'm not again. I don't know what do I know about age in a cider. It just doesn't seem as fresh. It seems to have a kind of one, one earthy t- smell to it that I wasn't expecting to be there. Yeah, that might have been what I was tasting at first, too. It seems as fresh and as crisp. Uh, the two towns, yeah, that's, that's great. It's a extra, little extra uh, carbonation. It's, pretty, you know, it's kind of sprite, it's spritey and uh, has a great apple uh, character. So I'm definitely picking that as my number one. I like the the Hogan's medium. I'd, I'd uh, order that uh, for sure. That'd be my number two, and then the Hogan's dry my three. And then because didn't particularly like the flavors in the Henny's, I'll give that uh, four. All right. So your number one was two towns. Two towns, yeah. It's like the your number two was Hogan's, uh, Hogan's medium. Medium, yeah. Then the Hogan's, Hogan's dry, dry, and then the Henny's. Henny's. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, I see a, a fair color difference between the two towns and the others. The others are more golden. The mm-hmm. two towns is more yellow Straw. green. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of got a, almost a greenish, or is that? It's a lot lighter. Is that your skin tone? <laughs> uh, I can see that. Um, yeah, it's probably more towards uh, 
Oh, yeah, there we go. No, I, I think I, with I, the I move table, it over a different, the different direction. <laughs> it, no, it, it has lost its green tint. It is it still is, much lighter. Yeah, much lighter. Straw. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I think it's possible some of the color development and some of the flavor development in the three ciders from the UK could be uh, related to staling of some kind. Mm-hmm. You know, staling is a bad word to a lot of people, but I mean, you know, as soon as you put something in a bottle, it starts this yeah. process. And you got to be really careful doing that. All right. So you tend yeah. to pick up some color. It can add an, an extra flavor dimension to something that can be bottle aged. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of times what we're, what we're looking for when we bottle age stuff. And the ciders, you know, it's, um, not as much. I mean, it's they still. I still like them. Um, I like all of these. I thought that. Um, I mean, I can see why you like the two towns. Mm-hmm. It's lighter. It's brighter. It's more like. Um, nice. you know, having a Zima. No. Yeah, it's, well, like you're a beer. Frankly, I'm yeah, it's, sweet. It's um no, it's good. I like it. Uh, all of these had some good apple character. I thought. The ones from the UK also had what I refer to as this kind of, um, I guess, earthy. We tried figuring this out before when I said it on a show. It, it reminds me of centipedes. Hmm. The, you, the aroma of centipedes. Are there armpits? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's gross, for one. Does they have a, they have a smell? <laughs> they have a distinct aroma to them. Have picked one up and... And it's kind of earthy, a little bit mushroomy, maybe a little. Yeah. I'm not. I'm assuming it's like a sulfur-related compound. Where have you smelt a centipede? Who hasn't? Grab one out of a urinal. Where are you getting these things? You at? just you watch it go by. You don't pick it up and put it to your nose. <laughs> you know the little ones that also like you know curl up in a spiral. Yeah. You find those when they're dead. You know, and you pick it up and smell it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow. All right. <laughs> oh, it's just... I assume you holler at the moon as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting an I idea do. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. After foraging out there for uh, bugs. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. You're hungry. It was college. Hey, college. Is that a ramen? And you had some protein. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, working as a stripper only gets you so much. In <laughs> um, no, uh, the, uh, you know, it, it all three of them have that kind of, uh, I don't want to say musty, um, earthy, woody. You know what the flavor I'm talking about? I I most relate to mushroomy, mushroomy, and and, and combined with wood. Uh, right. And to me, I was I I don't, I don't know if that's tannins or what, but the, that earthy mushroomy smell. You, if you mentioned that, then yes, yes. that that I'm understanding. Right, and smelling it in the in the English ones only. Yes, as you're saying, yeah. Yes, um, earthy, mushroomy, and then um, and that is something that the uh, uh, two towns does not have. It's a cleaner, slightly fruitier, like a bright fruity kind mm-hmm. of character um, versus the the two the ones from the UK. Do we share the same apple varieties as the UK? I mean, are, 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 um, their, their produce is going to be different, uh, I assume. Right. And um, no. And also, um, you know, growing conditions can be different. Yeah. You know, that, different appellation. Yeah. yeah. Right. right, right. Um, and then I thought that the, the 
Hogan's had the most tannins in both of those. I thought the Two Towns was a little lacking in tannins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Henny's had a pretty good tannin balance, but it also had a bit of a sweetness that I didn't care for. It seemed like a little bit more sugar-related, but, um, you know, again, these are all made from fresh-pressed apples. So um, I thought that that was interesting. And I'll tell you my my um, order and the winning order for this show. <laughs> I will tell you that right after we take a short break um, because that's what we do. When, you, when we come back from break, I will give you the big reveal Uh-oh. of the yeah. winning ciders after this. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. 
BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to moonlightmeadery.com forward slash BNARMY and use coupon code BNARMY at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're talking uh, ciders. And uh, just before the break, I was about to reveal what I thought was the winning order. Um, I think if this were competition... And let's say the ciders from the UK were entered in English cider. I do believe the dry Hogan's would be the winner. Okay. And I would probably have that one. The winner, maybe, again, as to closest to style and, um, you know, I think they're all quality ciders, but I, I think that that one might be a winner in a if all of them were in on kind of a group together cider. I think um, the one that I prefer most mm-hmm. is the Two Towns. Okay, but um, I think a lot of times that would not do so well <laughs> in cider competition. What about in cat? What about in the other category, the twenty-seven A, which is a common cider? Would it yeah. not do well in that either? I don't know. I think it's. Um, I like it a lot, but I'm. I I, I don't know. I'm not. You think I in competition think, those tannins need to to be there? I think it needs to be a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit more than it has currently. It's mm-hmm. coming across awfully fruity and light and sweet, although it's got a nice dry finish. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, I think a lot of judges would ding it for that. Okay. But, you know, if it was me drinking, I like the two towns a lot. Yeah. Um I don't like a lot of complexity in, in my cider. Mm-hmm. I don't like the mushroomy centipede thing. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, in a, if it's more subtle, I like it. I think this is a little too a little too forward for me. So, what to do? Should I agree with the two of you? Throw you a bone. Make you feel like you've actually 
got one right. Well, it's nice that you're distinguishing or, between judging him and liking him. Right. Or three so you can go either the way. Boss. I mean, you can. Yes. If we don't agree, and you're, that's because you're using the judging criteria, which is fine. Yeah. In other words, right, right. don't do us any fucking yeah. favors. <laughs> we don't frankly give a shit what you think. It's a better show if we pretend we do, though. Which we go along with. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, for the heck of it. Um, let's just go uh, two towns, number one. Yes. I would go with the Hogan's Dry, number two. And... Um, Medium or the hennies? Yeah. The hennies is a stumper. Bevo's catching fruit flies in there. <laughs> um, I would go the Hogan's and I would leave the hennies as last. Uh-huh. There is a overt sweetness to the hennies. I don't know. Is it alcohol sweetness? <clears throat> I don't know. To me, it tastes aged like something has dropped out and yeah. left a blank spot that's being taken up. By right, right, right. Something else. So, quite possibly. So that's that's your order there. Uh, essentially, agreeing with Tasty? No. No, we had the second and the third switched. Uh, I, like, I like the, the medium not, over the yeah, dry. Over the dry. Yeah. Right, right, right. I could see that too. And uh, Justin, you got the other ones wrong. Pretty much, Tasty and I. Decided. I did the dry as third is about as close as I got. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, <clears throat> Here's where we uh, start talking about uh, recipes. Yeah, I didn't make one of these. You didn't make, you've never made a cider? No. You've never made a cider? No. Nope. Justin, nope. have you nope. ever made nope. a cider? Nope. Nope. Never. I'm always surprised by it, too, because it seems like the easier of the, uh, college kids of all the, the beverages to make. make right, 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 right. <laughs> Just some apple juice. Yeah. Burrata butt. <laughs> you know, and then uh, you can, you can if, if it's, you, you check the, the specific gravity on that or the, you know, the amount of sugars in that. And then you raise it up to, you know, whatever level you want. You're shooting for all these are in the, you know, mid fives to six range and that's that's a good range for a cider so you know enough sugar to get you up to around uh you know maybe 14 bricks 13 bricks um not so different than you were bottling uh, flat beer you would add corn sugar to right right yeah yeah exactly bring it up and um you know so you measure your juice let's say your juice is coming in at you know 10 or something or eight you know you add enough sugar to bring it up to you know, 12 or 13. Um, remember, this is going to ferment out pretty much to zero. Hmm. So you're not, you know, well, you know, you can you can arrest the fermentation and, you know, for a sweeter cider. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can back sweeten it with, uh, you know, wine conditioner, which also has a thing to stun the yeast and add some sweetness back. Um, so that's interesting to say to actually stop fermentation, which, which right. you would never do in a beer. Right. And I'm not a fan of stopping fermentation. Instead, I would let it go all the way till it's finished. Mm-hmm. And you use a wine yeast. You can use some of the cider yeasts that are out there. You can use beer yeast, and I've done that before. I've used like 001. doesn't really turn out the greatest. I think the wine yeast is the way to go. Um you know, like a white wine yeast, something like that. Um, good choice. Um, 
but uh, I would let it ferment all the way out till it stops. Then I, you know, stun it and add the wine conditioner, which back sweetens it, and do it that way if you want a little bit more sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, or you, know, you can add a little bit more juice to it, and then you know keep it in a keg in the refrigerator, and it won't tend to ferment more if you keep it below, you know, forty degrees. Keep it like you know thirty eight degrees, thirty six degrees. It really won't ferment much. Okay. And so you can back sweeten it with with some apple juice, and and one of the benefits there is you'll get a little bit more apple flavor and aroma. Mm-hmm. I know you don't want a ton of it, but it's nice to have some. Yeah. So especially if it's completely lacking, so you can get juice. The juice you can get. Um, we live close to Apple Hill, and uh, we also live close to Cortland, which is a pear area. So you can just drive out there and get like apple juice, fresh pressed, and if you're if you let them know enough in advance and you order enough, they'll blend in some other apples for you, too. Hmm. They have more and more types of apples nowadays. Hmm. Um, and then uh, you can either... Um, I've known people that, like uh, Beardy, he uh, just let it naturally ferment. And I've known people who do will just do natural fermentation, what was on the apples when they pressed them. Hmm. And that actually works out pretty good. It gets a little, you get a little bit more funk in there. Which I would like. But uh, it turns out pretty nice. Um, I don't know that you necessarily need to stun what's in there. And then, you know, if you just drop in your, you know, rehydrate your wine yeast and, uh, and then toss that in there, it'll ferment out so fast that mm, there's really very little sugar left for anything to do anything with. So. You don't have to do a st- like a big starter pitch like you do beer right. or things yeah. like that. You don't, and um, yeah, you dry wine yeast, and then you know it uh, works out pretty good. the The trick is if you're going to go and use you know juice, like you go to Costco and buy bulk juice, make sure it has no preservatives. Um, a lot of people use like cans of treetop juice, you know, frozen and do that. It doesn't turn out that great. It's not. I mean, it's fine. It's just not a real fresh uh, mm. character. Um. And, uh, you know, make sure whatever you use doesn't have preservatives. And then, um, you know, a lot of times it won't have enough tannins. So you can taste all the juices, too, and you can taste the tannins in the juice. just doesn't taste as good. Right. And if, but for if, the college, 19-year-old college kid, right, but, go get some yeast and go to your treetop, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. If it's, if it's not um, uh, tasting that it has enough tannins, or enough acidity, oh, yeah. you can adjust. So you can get acid blend, or you can get malic, or citric, or whatever you know, all sorts of acids at your your homebrew shop, hmm. or northern brewer, northern brewer, and uh, you can you can dose it with that to adjust the acidity. You can um, get tannin powder, like they have grape tannin powder that you can you can add hmm. um, that helps as well, and you can adjust your your tannin levels and your acid levels, and you're looking for you know, instead of um, you know a very round, fruity, sweet kind of character, you want a little bit of you know a little you know grape skin, you know tea, a tiny bit of that to balance, and you want uh, you know acid adds to the to the brightness of the cider to to beers, and, mm. it, and also uh, accentuates a little bit of the fruitiness um, and makes it seem a little fresher. So a little bit of acid as well. And so you want, it's the overall balance. And that's where the secret, I think, to cider making, wine making, mm. mead making is. 
Oh, the other thing you do is add some nutrients. Um, oh yeah. You know when you when you pitch your yeast, uh, it'll help it. You know, especially if you're doing a real big cider. If you're not doing a real big cider, um, not not that big a deal. What kind? Just servomyces type? Um, they have uh, you know, wine nutrient. Okay. Uh, I would go with you know a very similar thing to what they use for mead. So if you get Ken Schramm's book, follow his uh, instructions in there, and that's plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's in, and if you're doing a big one, you know, uh, it's much more appropriate. I didn't mention sulfites, or maybe that I just didn't pick it up. That's used that's to kill the wild yeast in the, on the fruit? Right. You can sulfite it to kill any yeast okay. uh, that's in there, and then um, you know pitch w- whatever you want. You can also use that to arrest fermentation at the end before you back-sweeten it. Um, okay. But... Um, I noticed all these that we drink do have sulfates. Right. And a lot of times, if you're not going to bottle, you don't have to worry about it too much. Okay. Uh, The other thing is if you let it just completely ferment out until there's nothing left, um, you don't have to worry about it either. You don't have to sulfite that either. A lot of people are allergic to sulfites, so that's why they put the warning labels on there. Right. so if, if if you don't want to do sulfites, you don't have to. And again, but if you were going to let it completely ferm out, ferment out, and then back sweeten it again right. with juice, then you might need sulfites. Yeah. Sulfites okay. are um, you know some sort of preservative to keep keep that sugar from being fermented. Uh, that or you know store it cold in a keg. If the keg starts to overpressurize, it's got a pressure relief valve, and keeping it cold really slows down any sort of fermentation mm-hmm. and makes it, you know, almost non-existent if you get it cold enough. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, it, it ends up pretty stable. And, and if that was in, always the way I did it. Okay. And if you're in college and it lasts that long, then you're doing something wrong anyway. Right. Yeah. You know, you're clearly not getting laid. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it then either. I tell them, make a gallon a week. Every weekend you got a whole gallon to get her drunk with. <laughs> gallon? She loves it. They can't stop drinking it. She's, I was just, I mean, I'm just going to be with me. It's going to take like five gallons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a lot. I don't, who is she anyway? I don't know. It's, it's just cool. The proverbial. The proverbial she. Yes. <laughs> the proverbial she. It's like the royal we. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's take one final break and we'll uh, come back and wrap up our show, Insiders, after this. <laughs> Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. If you don't know Yeast Man, you're missing out. White Labs Yeast Manager, Yeast Man, is available free to any brewer. Yeast Man is your direct link to White Labs Yeast Production Facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability, and yes, you can place an order. But Yeast Man is much more. 
review yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Labs catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeastman is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeastman is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewers yeast and related products. Visit yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Labs production facility. Gonna brew? Yeastman to the rescue. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouthfeel. That's just a crazy and the finest selection of home-brewing goods for the future. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We have enjoyed these uh, fine ciders. Yeah. Good job, Justin. Uh, All right. Good variety there. Decent uh, decent selection. Um, There's a lot more cider on the market nowadays. It's Mm -hmm. making some kind of a comeback. Although I read that... uh, Yeah, I've heard there's a comeback in cider. (laughs) I've heard that almost 90% or more, uh, really almost entirely, the cider growth Mm -hmm. in um, the U.S. is one brand. It's It's Angry Orchard. Sam Adams is nearly yeah. all of the growth. They're, they're they're producing like more Angry Orchard than they are Boston beer. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. they that that has happened. Um, but uh, as you can tell by the, the, my ability to find some variety for us too, there's a lot of ciders on the market now. Well, so. and not just uh, out of the U.S. and not just Angry Orchard. Um, I ran into a couple of fine uh, cider makers in Oregon myself, and um, you know, there's a number of uh, new cideries uh, coming online, and, and mm-hmm. some that have been around for ten years. 
uh, doing it. And, yeah. And um, yeah, there's 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 lots of great ones. We and always have really a solid job. We always have one on here at the Hop Grenade. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, because we're not allowed to sell wine as part of our license, mm-hmm. so we wanted some variety for people who don't like beer, mm-hmm. but also because it's popular. Mm-hmm. And right. so we almost always have two, uh, uh, what is this one, two towns, mm-hmm. and the other one that we often have on is Two Rivers, mm-hmm. which is an older cidery here in What's Northern with the California. Two stuff? I don't know. Come on. But so they are. come out with a three. <laughs> we need a three. Uh, yeah, a Redwood Curtains. Or 11. Um, those have uh, two rivers has been around for a while, and that's always been one of my favorite uh, ciders. Mm-hmm. So we we have them on quite a bit too. But yeah, yeah. yeah did I tell you about my new beer I'm coming out with? Eight oh six. Yeah, huh? Huh? very creative. Eight oh six. Yeah, it's just one better. It's one better. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. <clears throat> Good job. Ah. So no cider coming out of Heretic anytime soon. <laughs> no. no, no. Um, maybe I would like to. It, there was an opportunity for us to be able to make cider under our same license, mm-hmm. and for some reason, uh, they decided to go ahead and uh, the Craft Brewers Association for California decided to just go ahead and say, "Oh no, give that to people with that are making sixty thousand barrels or more." Oh, really? Uh, mm. But below sixty thousand barrels, you you, can't. you still can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the bigger you get, the more you want to start branching out and making all sorts of different things. Yeah. I guess that's that big. somebody like us wouldn't care to make cider. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I'd be asked. Yeah. You know, hey, would you like to make and no, we just gave a license to sixty thousand barrels and above. Yeah. So for me to make cider, I have to go and get a wine license. I have to have a separate address and get a uh, separate wine license. license. Uh, that's the only way I can make cider. So that's a pain in the ass. Right. Yeah. I may still may do it. Yeah. Just to spite <laughs> my, my, I don't know, my lack of time to do something else. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. I think I might do it. You might do it after all. Hey, maybe I did distilling license. I'm still working on that. Oh. I'll start distilling too. Nice. I didn't maybe we'll that. start distilling wines and ciders and making yeah. Brandies and mm-hmm. such, huh? Sounds huh? like a good thing. They say every yeah. brewery should have a uh, distillery too. More money in it, they say. Mm. There you go. I mean, you you can make the uh, alcohol pretty cheap. And yeah. Just distill that. Yeah. Before we move on, I did want to just circle back and point out that uh, Beardy has done some uh, cider topics for us. I know you mentioned that he's good with the wild yeast fermentation. He also swears by the back sweetening method mm-hmm. and has done quite well in competition by doing that. And he feels that if you're not making your cider in a, in a back, by back sweetening, uh, you're missing out on lots of the flavors that, mm-hmm. that make cider great and, more importantly, in his case, that the judges were, were looking for. Right. So just to point out that of the methods we've talked about, um, our very own Beardy really likes the back Well, sweetening. and I'll tell you, while the style guidelines say, you know, oh, you know, not a lot of apple character, well, <laughs> the judges are looking for it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, they're like, ah, it's like an apple character. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. All right. Another fine show. Uh, if you're listening live, stay tuned. We've got uh, another episode coming up uh, on Weizenbach. Mm. And if you're not listening live, if you're um, one of those people that is listening to the podcasts, uh, they come out about every two weeks, and um, you can listen live and participate 
uh, the lovely Bevo is here. Mm-hmm. You can even call in 888-401-BEER and talk to Bevo, which is a delight in itself. That's right. We also always need help with uh, getting fresh samples for the show. There is an email address, brewingwithstyle at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send it to. And the show list of, of upcoming shows is in the Brewing Network forum on the Beer Radio tab. Just click. And send in your uh, your li- your reads of uh, the style guides. Yes. Also to... You can just style record it on your iPhone and email it. It's a piece of cake. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you could be the next brewcaster. I don't know. We gave away the jet ski, so we need something else to give away now. Yeah. Oh, Six-figure income is what you get. That's right. Yeah. Six-finger income. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. All right. Till then, everybody, I brew strong. And often. <laughs>